Today is a great day for car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on Sakala Duma Radio. This is a Fagana Good day and welcome to the Car Wash. This is episode 17 of the country's hottest podcast. On today's show, Daniel Akpai's redemption song. Gavin Hunt plays the blame game and the PSL's revolving door keeps on spinning. I am your host, Lou Paho, but of course I am not alone in the studio. We welcome back Sean Roberts from Johannesburg. How you doing? I'm back, boy. You're back. I'm back with a vengeance. Back like Did you, you never me? left. Yeah, we had this other guy. He came through, this random guy <laughs> to stand in for you. We were like, what's going on here? But how you, Oh, also, by the way, for the first time on the show, we can congratulate you. You're going to be yeah. a father. Yes, thank yeah, you. Buddy. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Father Figa. Thank you, guys. Baby. Hope it's mine, hey? <laughs> <laughs> Baby Robert's on the way. And also in studio with us, we have... The general himself, Teko Mudise, how are you, sir? I'm good in you, bro. All good, all good. El Clasico Fantastico. Yes, mm -hmm. we will get to El Clasico. Sure. Uh, but uh, first, we have some PSL results, including a, a derby of our own. But we start with Supersport United versus Bidvest Vitz. Sure. Uh, I think I got that result wrong, hey, when I, I said, I think I went for a Vitz win. But um, massive result for Supersport. Kruber mm -hmm. back in the goals again. Um, Vitz, I don't know if you watched the game text, but they just they weren't themselves, I don't think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we saw what Gavin Hunt was. Oh, we're going to come to him with what he said about one of his players, which was bizarre. Yeah. But the big game on mm -hmm. everyone's mouth. Yep. Pirates, Chiefs. Sure. Where do we start? Where, where? do we start? Wonder goal for Manyama. Mm -hmm. Absolute wonder goal. Akpai, phenomenal. And I'm very, very happy for him. Yeah. Um, just completely silenced his critics. Yes. Uh, we, we called it Teko. We said he should never have been dropped. And uh, um, I'm glad Middendorp didn't drop him. Um, and yeah, I mean, did they deserve to win? I'm, I'm not sure about that, but <laughs> they'll take it all the way. Show his bag. Show his bag. Because we can't take anything away from Pirates. They dominated for a large portion of that match, had the most chances. Uh, Chiefs defense, still pretty shaky. Yeah, I think I think it was just one of those games where Kiddy Chiefs as a whole was tested. You know, um, whether it's on the pitch or off the pitch, I think it was one of those games where they were really, really tested. They knew what's at stake. If they had mm. to lose that game, they knew that the chances of winning the league might be gone. Mm. And then coming into that game, like I was doing the game, looking at the players walking into the pitch, they didn't look confident at all. You know, and that, that was a worrying factor for me. You know, and Pirates guys were very relaxed. You could see that they, they're there for business. They're not under pressure. They were the underdogs. Mm. And you could see also even the way the game started as well. Pirates put a lot of pressure for, for especially with the with, with the front four of mm. theirs, you know, putting so much pressure on KZ Chiefs. KZ Chiefs couldn't get grip of the game. They couldn't even, you know, combine a couple of passes together because of the pressure that we're in. And mm. Pirates started dominating from there. They created enough chances. It would have been a very, very, very uh, uh, different game if... Um, Mango scored the chance. I think he had two chance, two yeah. clear chances in the mm. first half. One score. was a great save, hey? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and that would have actually changed the complexion of the game. But also with, with the resistance that they have, KZ uh, um, uh, Chiefs, it's like like you said, a large portion of the game, they had to like, 
you know um, um, consolidate yeah changed and, and adapt to what the game yeah. is saying because at the time they were required to defend and that's why they but did like, I think I agree that if Mango had scored it could have been 2-3-4-5 yeah, it, it could was have been, one of those games you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah because because if you, if you also look at the Chiefs lineup it was it was, it was very bizarre but you could see that there was not enough creativity even mm. when they were playing you know there was Barkers was playing on the right and uh, Moleko and Frostler mm. playing on the left. It's like it was it was a little bit weird because I also spoke to a few of the guys. I'm not gonna mention their names. Mm. I just spoke to a few of the guys as well before the game started. I was like, guys, mention the... their names too. No, no. <laughs> Put no. them on the spot. No. On the first time on the call. <laughs> no. <laughs> so ask them if 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 that's the real lineup. Because sometimes you get a lineup and you actually it's yeah, you, not. You can't yeah. believe your eyes. Eh? Yeah, like I saw the lineup, I couldn't believe my eyes because I yeah. knew how big the game was. And the guy said, yeah, it's a proper lineup. I said, are you serious? You guys want to win with this lineup? <laughs> and uh, yeah, but but also like looking at the game, the way Paris were playing, it just that also what, uh, if you look at the goal, how it was scored, with Dube on the right being mm. intercepted there. I think he was struggling to find a proper position to receive the ball. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think also in the game, the coach was always, Zimba was always telling him to go higher, mm. to receive the ball higher up so that you can relieve the pressure from from, from their two centre-backs. Yeah. Once they're close to each other, it was easy for Nukovic and Castro to... I think that's what Castro and Nukovic try to do. Hey, they try to prevent do, those balls coming through coming the Coming through. Yeah. So now the only escape that it could do... On the left, it was... Free flowing yeah. with my uh, Maela on the left, but with Dubey it was a little bit of struggle because you could see he's, he hasn't been playing for a while. And if you could also see the goal, it was intercepted from from him because they were trying to play him the ball Frustrate and his positioning. Yeah, his positioning was wrong, and then boom, then became a goal. And Lebo yeah. actually doesn't score those type of goals, but yeah, yeah, man, it was you know, a hell of it was a finish. A, yeah, I know it was a hell of a finish, but still after that, still kids Chiefs were still struggling again. Mm-hmm. You know, Lano Pirates were very very dominant. Well, does it there. come down to the predictable cards of Chiefs? Is that, is that what it is? Like, we, we know how they're going to play. Mm. Everyone does. But having said that, they're still winning the league. Yeah. So we can we can say, oh, Kaiser Chiefs are so predictable. We know what they're going to do. They get the good ball up. A little bit of creativity up front and hopefully Nurkovic back post or whatever. But they're still winning games. Yeah, they'll yeah. surprise you. Yeah. The, the, the whole thing is the predictability factor is those balls over the top. Mm. I kind of like just one directional football. But then they hit you on the break. You know, uh, an underrated part of that goal is Frostler's contribution yeah. there, that interception, starting the attack, the counter-attack rather. Uh, and then Manyama again, just with with a goal that he doesn't, even the even his last minute volley against Golden Arrows, it's not a goal he usually scores. Yeah, yeah. So that long range effort. And also, it also slew, it, it, it tells you like, you know, when, when, when you're in a verge of winning something, you know, those are the kind of games that, you know, you look back after winning the league, you're like, that was actually a six pointer game. Mm. And, uh, this was one of those games you could see also the joy that brought into Kids Chiefs camp you know mm-hmm. the relief after the game like phew yeah. we actually won this game because they had to work so hard and and also with a lot do you of think Paris, they were the underdogs Chiefs yeah. yeah no 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 Chiefs were not no that's not mistaken that Chiefs were not Chiefs were Chiefs knew that game. Everybody expected Chiefs to win the yeah. game. You know, I think Orlando Pirates, it's the team that came with no pressure. They wanted to fix the country. If they won against Chiefs, mm. you know, <laughs> one point behind. <laughs> country. It's going to yeah. take a lot more than a soccer match. Too. Yeah, but, but, but man, it was, it, was, it was a great game. And, um, and yeah, we've enjoyed the game. I think it, it brought everything. But also the funny thing is, like, Sean, like what I saw before the game, mm. don't forgive me. What I saw before the game, like... Um, um, it was very interesting. Like I've played so many derbies, and uh, that one was one of the most interesting one actually to to be part of. Um, the security guys they were fighting before the game, like the multi men were fighting before the game. Mm-hmm. Like 
um, one of the Pirates guys will go and, and pour whatever that he was pouring on the uh, on the post, and then the Kansas Chiefs guy will go and wipe it off. So they start fighting. <laughs> then you run to another pole. Like it was, it was, it was very funny to see. It. Yeah. And I think from then, you know, the fans started getting engaged into this thing before even the players came mm. out to warm up. So you could see how big and uh, what that game actually meant to both teams. So now I was expecting the same fire that I saw before the game mm. into the pitch and. It didn't disappoint. Mm. So it was it was very, very interesting to see. And uh, yeah, congratulations to Chiefs. Whether they're playing predictable football, but also if you have to compare Kizzy Chiefs players and Atlanta Paris, but mm. they don't have the similar players. Atlanta Paris has got more attacking flair. Kizzy Chiefs doesn't. Sure. They've got two target men. They have to adjust the way they play according to, to the players that they have. And with Murindo, with the players that he has, he has to do what he has Absolutely. to do. Absolutely. I couldn't agree so, more. Yeah. Very, very interesting one uh, to watch. And we have an update on the leaderboard, I hear. We do. Sean is back in the league. Oh, of course he is. Yeah, 37 out of 60. Uh, and Teka, you have 36 out of 60. That's Another. not a good number, Chief. That's not good, eh? Another shift. You got to... Considering you work for... <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need some redemption, Teko. Oh, I'll come back. Did... I'll come back. Don't uh, worry. <laughs> a player who did get some redemption in that game is Akpai. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to him in a moment, but for pole position... Pole position position is where we ask fans on facebook listeners and readers alike uh, a question based on what's happening in local football and uh, this past week we asked you guys should kaiser chiefs fans show more faith in their players and here's what you had to say us as fans we really need to show faith towards our players that is very important for them to support their players yes i totally agree that kaiser chiefs supporters must show faith in their players as a chiefs family or fans and they should start believing more in their players because Chiefs uh, hasn't won anything, uh, I think, in the uh, past six years or so. Indeed, uh, we are showing more faith than then to the Kaiser Chiefs. As Chiefs supporters, we always question the coach's decision-making. I believe as a Kaiser Chiefs friend that we are bound as friends to support the whole team. We need to support our players, whether they are doing good or whether they are doing bad. Yeah, I think we should have more faith in our players. Interesting stuff there from uh, a fan base that's usually quite harsh, if we're mm. being honest, or rightfully so. Uh, Daniel Akpai, of course, man of the match in the Soweto derby. After the match, he said, thanks to the coaches who kept faith when supporters turned on him, after the Marisburg match, of course. And he also said that supporters should support the team, mm. not the individual. What message has Akpai sent with that man of the match performance? Well, firstly, as, as a goalkeeper, uh, I mean, for him to bounce back, from that sort of mistake that he made mm. and walk into one of the biggest games, you know, if not the biggest game in Africa, one of the biggest derbies in the world and put a performance in like that, that, that tells you something about this guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I, if, you, if you get to know Daniel, he's such a good guy as well. And it just makes this little mini victory of his so much better for an outsider of me and, you know, like me and, you know, I'm not saying I'm a Chiefs fan at all, but um, it just couldn't have gone, you couldn't have written it any better for him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm very proud of the guy. Um, and for him to bounce back like he did, it just shows his mental strength and what sort of player he is. Yeah. True. And uh, um, I think in terms of Kizzy Chiefs uh, showing more faith in the players, I think it's, if, if you look at, if you look at the last time Kizzy Chiefs were enjoying, you know, having trophies, it was, Stuart Baxter. Stuart Baxter is a likable guy, mm. very chilled. He's got that nice accent yeah. from Europe. <laughs> then comes Europe. Mudendop. Yeah, Europe. And then comes Mudendop. <laughs> Mudendop is 
it's not like it's not a likable person. Mm. Not 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 that maybe I'm disrespecting him, but he's not a likable person. He doesn't have that character. Maybe not an approachable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so therefore now if 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 Kids and Chiefs friends are struggling to deal with that, so therefore they they start saying uh, all of us also start saying Chiefs are predictable. And if you look back and honestly, when Chiefs won the league with your uh, what's that boy's name that went to overseas? And came back, Mashamaite. Mm. You Tifo. remember that area, Tifo mm. Mashamaite? They were mm. they were scoring all most of their goals with set pieces as mm. well. Mm. You know, they were very predictable then. Mm. We knew that counter attack Uitu will be the one that distribute those mm. balls and all that stuff. They were predictable then, but they had a coach that was likable. So nobody spoke about the predictability. Mm. So now it's Mudendorp. It's a guy that is wearing his suit that is not tailored, but nobody gives a shit about that. <laughs> but now it, it becomes to that. And now you have you have a goalkeeper that is like Bay that also is not a likable character. He doesn't have the charisma that Ito Kuna has. Mm. And then now and worst part is he's a foreign guy. No, no, little outside because he's a foreign guy. And when was the last time Kansas Chiefs had a foreign goalkeeper? Mm. It's been a while, even before, maybe before Brian Baloi and them. Mm. They never had mm. a foreign goalkeeper that actually uh, maybe they'll probably maybe like. So now here's a pay. The guy that has been playing well all season, he makes one mistake. It's it's easy to to blame that because of this this guy on the bench that has done so well for this team is a legend of the game. So now when he got this criticism, of course, like Shona said, it was fantastic to see that happening with him, you yeah. know, and coming back and showing that character, especially with a big game like that. It wasn't they weren't playing against Amazu, mm. you know, they're playing against the pirate side that is that kept on coming and coming mm. and coming, and he made he's the only difference between. Kansas Chiefs losing that game and winning it, and uh, he yeah. proved that, you know, he's 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 equally good. He might not have the charisma or the flair, the flair that Etu has, but he's equally good. And and that game, if they don't respect him from that game, they'll never do. Mm. And I'm glad he said the stuff that he said. You mm. know, I was I was very impressed the way mm. he said it because I was like, nigga, say your truth. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And he, he wasn't afraid. It. He even yeah. He even said when the uh, when he was thanking his coaches, he was like, when these people turn. Yeah, on I, me, I was, I was listening to him when he was Brilliant, saying so. that. It was it was fantastic because normally people try and be humble and you know ah yes. chief yeah. <laughs> I can't even do said did you see Katsanda's interview as well yeah I did see it's so no like Katsanda is crazy like, like a... no Katsanda is crazy he's brilliant I love I love his interviews he's absolutely brilliant he's, he's always going he's just thinking while he's talking he's just like yeah yeah he forgets he's on man. TV right yeah. it's, it's brilliant no he's he's fantastic <laughs> he's, he's a great guy Katsanda like whenever I have a chat with him he's always saying something stupid he's crazy crazy crazy, crazy. <laughs> but man it was it was for me like um to see a pay dude i've got nothing against e2 it's just that i have something yeah. with players that are underdogs that has to prove themselves over and over again because i remember i was put in a position again as a player as well so it always come back it takes a lot of character dude mm. and uh, and sometimes we we fail to appreciate and acknowledge those ones who come back from that and uh, yeah. not every player will actually come back where ape was and actually come and Put on that that performance and have a man of the match. Man of the match, yeah, we understand super sports sometimes give people that they're not supposed to be men of the match, but mm. like being that game was the difference. Yeah, and it was also great after the match seeing uh, Itu was one of the first people to to come on and congratulate him. Of yeah. course, it would have been weird if he wasn't. But come on, man, but, but, but I mean, no, no, no. But I mean, with the whole with the whole the whole week come before. On. They were kind of being pit against each other, um, and uh, I mean that I remember there was a triple save that he made, yeah. dude. Akbay, dude, should have held it. Like, 
even even the, even the commentator, if you watch uh, the, the the broadcast, the commentator was like, oh, he was still talking about the double save as the third shot yeah. came in, and he was like, what more do you have to say when you make a third? So I was like, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, Football gods were with him that day. Well done. Football gods were not on Bidvestvit's side, though. And uh, Gavin Hunt, we we can't we can't bring up the clip, but I have the I have the quote after the match. He said, uh, "We end up losing the game. The same player, and I'm going to say it again. He cost us the whole season. He's cost us two goals again tonight. It's unacceptable." And he doesn't mention the name, but if you watch the game, you know it's uh, Svisotlanti. Uh, so, what do you make of Gavin laying that much blame on a single player? Sure, it's a that's hunty for you. It's yeah, Oof. it's a it's a. I don't know how to answer that. Is it is it is it the right thing to do? I don't know. I mean, it's yeah, like you said, that's hunty. Yeah, there's not many coaches that do that in public. Yeah, um, and again, he doesn't mention the player's name, but it's quite obvious if you watch the game who the player is. Mm. Um, and he's a senior player. I presume he's one of the highest paid, if not the highest paid player there as well. Um, full international. There was talk of him leaving overseas at the beginning of the season. Um, that obviously didn't materialize. It might not now. <laughs> and it definitely doesn't look like it's going to now. Um, interesting, Teko. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I can't get my head around a coach saying that in public, to be honest. Chief, you'll be surprised, stuff that the coaches say. And uh, with Gavin also, if you remember the game when they played against Highlands Park, I think uh, um, Tyson made it, uh, uh, fouled a player inside the box and mm. then they had to equalize it was a penalty i think I they equalized that. with that mm. the post-match he was he was livid he was angry and uh, you could see that he wanted to kill tyson but he, he kept on withholding so i was like i know gavin wants to say something mm. Mm. so now when he comes up and say this kind of things that's gavin especially when the frustrations are there and he's, he's not winning the way he's supposed to be winning especially the games that he actually think that he's supposed to be winning um, i think it's normal for, for 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 coaches to be that frustrated because at the end of the day when the team doesn't win they're the first ones to go out you know the first ones to get fired but also it's 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 something that i wouldn't condone because at the end of the day come next to you, you still need the same player mm. to actually perform for you so if you're saying Clant is the one that cost us the league how many games has he played this season why you kept on playing him mm. why don't you find a so I, I don't know any other coach that have, has done this even Mushin as crazy as he was would never kill his players yeah Pizza used to do that long time ago when Pizza was a super sport <laughs> chief really yeah, yeah. Nowadays, you almost see this kind of like blind support where you almost see this blind support. And you mentioned Pizzo. I remember with, with the Serino situation. Serino literally slaps two players on the pitch. Pizzo defends him to death. Damn straight. That like he doesn't say anything bad about it. He's like, no, you see what Nurkovic did for Chi. He yeah, starts yeah. pointing fingers at yeah. other players. But having said that, I believe Gavin would do that as well. Yeah. I think Gavin is the first one there to to stand up for his players. Yeah. And he's yeah. one of the players. Yeah. He might be a bit crazy, but he, he is the first one to stand up for his players. But in terms of how he handled this, I'm not convinced. Yeah. What what who, what do you do if you're Swissosanti now? Like what's what's your mindset after seeing a post match like you, that? You, you, Slew, the answer is simple and take will agree with me one hundred percent here. You get your you get your ass training, you put hundred percent in and you prove him wrong. That's it. And sometimes, sometimes, Lou, like, Shoni, right? Sometimes, Lou, you get coaches that actually push you by saying such things mm. for you to, 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 to prove to them. Yes, maybe this drives. Maybe some, this is the. Yeah. Maybe this is the way. And uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind a, a coach does that because at least I know where I'm standing with the coach instead of, you know, sugarcoating things. Mm. You know, I'll I prefer to have a coach like that who say, you know what, Donna today played. 
Mm. You know, I don't understand why I'm still paying him. Of course, it's painful to hear, mm. but also it's it, it's one of those situations where those a player's character. But I think maybe one on one. Yeah, of course you'll discuss one on one, but maybe the chances are there have been discussions. Sure. One on one the whole season, mm. and uh, and uh, you you still see the same that you've been talking about the whole season. Of course you'll get frustrated. Yeah. So I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure Gavin is not a stupid coach. He knows what he's talking about. But sometimes with the frustrations that goes on, you know, the emotion that comes in with the game, sometimes you say things that you actually regret. Yeah. And uh, by 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 dealing with such incident and saying you know such things and you must understand this guy as a family they actually watching the game the kids are watching the game so when you say those type of things on tv sometimes it's 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 not nice you mm. know you say like we prefer 1v1 in the room let's fight and mm. let's let's have those things but i've but i've heard coaches say stuff yeah, yeah. benny used to say uh, after a game would say I, I wish you can put gloves and go into the dressing room and fight everyone in the dressing room people coaches say stuff that they don't, they don't actually mean yeah. and sometimes you be like as a coach you be like if if for us who are outsiders will say but that coach shouldn't supposed to say that but let's get to that position first and get those frustrations mm. you'll understand because at the coaches what you do every week is repetition repetition of the mm. same thing you're expecting that on the game to come out and if it doesn't come out you get frustrated but he just said I just hope that coaches will find better ways how to deal with these situations because at the end of the day if they're making mistakes they are allowed to make mistakes and they want everybody to forgive them so yeah. vice versa yeah yeah and I mean time will tell if uh, Santi is the type of player who needs that tough love I remember there was a, a game that Kobe Bryant played where he was missing every shot the goat food by the team that he spent his whole career with came out the next game and balled out yeah you know, so hopefully Santi has the same sort of realization that you know it's like. This and it's very surprising, Slu, because Santi is one player that Gavin never speaks bad about. Never, ever since Santi's been there, ever. If you look at the subs, Santi's never been substituted. Mm. He's forever there. You know, and even if when he does a mistake, I, I always even look when at he came Gavin. back from injury, he went straight back. And yeah, he was doing a fantastic job. Yeah, came straight back. In. Yeah, Clant has always yeah. been one of the favorites for for Gavin. So you'll understand when the, when the coach gets frustrated because you're one of his favorite players. So mm. he's expecting more from you. That's why when I said Tyson considered that penalty, Gavin was so so angry because he's expecting more. Not because he's a captain, he's expecting more. You're the captain of the national team. Mm. You're expecting mm. more. You're a senior player. There's more. So yeah. I think it's just in your bail, in your own, on frustration because of the whole season they haven't been done in, doing well. Mm. Consistency has been lacking within the team. On top of that, there's two players that are suspended also. Mm. So it's just in your, a lot of uh, mixed masala salad today. I yeah, yeah. Chuck luck. So uh, <laughs> for my starter pack, I uh, recently had, or well, not recently, but I had Judas Mosia Medi. Uh, and uh, here's what he had to say to a particular question. My first football mentor. Mlachi Maselesele. He helped me very so much to a point whereby, you know, I only knew that, you know, I must just go and play and all this. But then he told me a lot of uh, things like, you know, uh, uh, a good striker is judged by uh, the goals he scores. By the way, fun fact about uh, Lucky uh, Masalesele, he said that he was first football mentor, showed him the ropes. After Lucky retired, he actually worked office jobs. So he worked for, but still in sports though, but he worked for Gaelo uh, Worldwide Sports Media and Bidvest MSC Sports. Um, and fun fact, he attained his qualification that kind of helped him get that position while he was banned from football. So he was yeah. banned in 2008. Yeah, I remember. And I played with him actually at, at uh, City Pillars. His Romari was a chill guy. 
I didn't have a car then, so he actually lent me his car nice. to drive around. When he back in Joburg, he would like take my car, and then yeah. whenever he go back, come and pick me up, we go back. Like he was a nice dude, and when he got uh, banned, it was it was it was it was not nice. Why was, was he banned? Banned substance. Sub banned substance. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm I'm glad that he he didn't just do nice things for me. You know, the young Amosia made it also. I think these are the guys that do so much and they don't speak about it. Mm. You know, I I don't I necessarily don't like people that actually do certain things for other players mm. and then they come back and like. I'm the one yeah. you who know, helped Timbazwani to be like this yeah, and this. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. It's just like, what's it? There was this random guy on Twitter who gave like a homeless lady some some, uh, some KFC and then like took a picture of her yeah, eating it and posted yeah. it. Everyone was like, do you, why? Why? I mean, everybody does great, does great stuff every deuce, time. We do the dance. Deuce, <laughs> take us English. <laughs> You're back. <laughs> Teko did not miss you at all, fam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we can chat a little bit about Sundowns. This yeah. is tough to discuss because, of course, CAF Champions League is still not on our screens. But um, they lost 2-0 in the uh, first leg against Al-Ali um, uh, in a way one. And uh, they oh, oh, played please. the second leg at home this Saturday. How crucial do you think uh, their, their, their CAF Champions League is to their season? Uh, in terms of especially Pizzo's mindset, the, the team's mindset moving forward? Massive, especially for Pizzo. I think that's possibly one thing each season that's on Pizzo's mandate in terms of uh, what to achieve from the powers that be on top. Mm. And I think this is obviously, yes, obviously the PSL is massive, uh, other cups are massive. Um, I think Patrice is right, Pizzo here's an open checkbook, but with this, I expect this. Mm. Um, whether it's top four, whether it's coming second, at least the final, um, for sure, it's the, the Champions League. Yeah. Uh, especially with that with that game they just played, you could see with the stats they were very they were dominated mm. actually, and it's unlike Sundowns to be dominated in that way. Mm. And uh, well, to be fair, I'll actually away. <laughs> yeah, but Sundowns is Sundowns. Yeah. Geez. You know, you know when when you when when you look at Sundowns playing in the Champions League and you look. You know, watch them also playing domestically. Those are two different teams. Sure. You know, the same players. They've got a different mindset when they play in Champions League, and and they've been in the situation before. And uh, now that they're playing home, I think we should be supporting Mamelodi Sundowns and making sure that you know they go through. It's important not only for Sundowns but for mm -hmm. the country as well. You know, and uh, and it's going to be tough though. So the question will be: Is Alakli going to come in here to defend, or they're going to actually try and play out? Yeah. You know, it's going to be very difficult because if they sit back and try to defend, it's very difficult to defend against Mamelodi Sundowns, especially playing at home. Uh, Ninety minutes is going to be very tough. But what I know about, you know, Alakli is they know how to delay the game. Mm. You know, they used to, you know, you know those those teams in Champions League. What they used to do, like they will have a goalkeeper strap his knee for no reason, you strap your knee, a defender, one of the defenders strap your knee. Once they lead, ha. They're on the floor. They're on the yeah. floor with that ah. knee. What, what, they roll. And now you must understand. Once, you know when the goalkeeper is there, my friend, there's nothing you can do. It's not like you can replace him. You cannot, you cannot stretch him out. So you mm. have to wait. So now at that time, they're fixing their tactic. They're fixing their tactic. It doesn't matter. You Additional time, six minutes. After you put on the board, like six minutes, the goalkeeper will go down. Mm. They will yeah. frustrate you. So I just hope that we're not going to, it's not going to be one of those games. Um, if 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 it comes to that, I hope Mamelodi Sundowns are the ones actually dominating the game. You know, they actually maybe 
level up or whatever the case might be but mm. sometimes has been in this position but it's important for them to go through because if it's not it might affect them locally as well because of so much energy has been put there yeah the traveling and all that stuff yeah. so i think it's it's important for them to go through i want to keep yeah. that snowball effect going of winning winning yeah winning, winning. Yeah. yeah i agree i would talk uh at length about this but i just have one request just please on, on the tv we just the Champions League, like put it on. We're talking about it like, like, like some party we didn't get invited to. Like yeah. just getting FOMO from outside the door, <laughs> just needed on the screens, man. <laughs> so for ten quick fire questions, I had Marisburg United defender Rushin Derek. Uh, ten quick fire questions is where we get your favorite PSL players, get them on the phone, and put them on the spot. Play that funky music. I'm Rushin Derek, Marisburg United central defender, and these are my ten quick fire questions. All right, so who is the funniest guy in the PSL that you have played with? Yolim Makawa. And then who is the flashiest dresser that you have played with? Rijito uh, <laughs> Fori. And then who is the worst dressed? Jetrin <laughs> Vaugh. What is the worst mistake you remember making in a match? Uh, my debut at Darigwala against Chipa what was the What was the mistake that you made? Yeah, so it was close to the end of the game. The ball was flat, you know, and the ref is five meters away from me. And I'm telling him the ball is flat. But my mistake was I put the ball down dead and I passed it out to the to one of the cheaper players on the outside so that he can bring in another ball. But as the ball went to him, you know, all of our players just stood still and then he took the ball and he passed it to Machupu, who is playing for uh, Butch now, and he scored, you know. So, yeah, it was... Okay, what is your best footballing memory so far in your career? Yeah, it actually is the two cup finals I played in, but I lost it. Um, with Nelsberg, it was, you know, yeah, <laughs> it was amazing, but yeah, hopefully I can win a cup soon with Nelsberg United. <laughs> what is the best goal that's been scored against you in a match? In Oxford, Last season, first game of last season, bicycle kick. And what is your favorite car at the moment? My favorite car is the one I drive at the moment, Audi, Audi A3. And what is your favorite local food, favorite South African dish? Go to chicken at Nando's and stuff. I have to agree. Uh, what is your favorite holiday destination? I've never been to a holiday before, but I'd like to go to... Portugal again. I just love the country a lot. <laughs> Big brain energy there. Yeah, swear to swear. Sounds like he listens to the show and he's like, you all won't catch me out. <laughs> Good answer. You ain't catching What's your me best memory? Losing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also Nando's. Big shout out to Nando's. Hey, oh. Nando's. <laughs> yeah. Good one. Bro. I like your boy. Fantastic. Good one, bro. Do we have a joke of the day? Keeping in the spirits of the derby, mm. how many Orlando Pirates soccer fans does it take to change a light bulb? None. They're quite happy living in the shadows. <laughs> oh, not great. Is that oh. Cool? I'm just thirsty. Just having a drink of water. <laughs> I'm just drinking water and minding my own bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Sean, Sean Roberts is coming for next. Damn. 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 Man, a pirate support is not in enough heartbreak. Right hey, now, dude. Bro. <laughs> They're going dude. through the most, fam. Oh, man. Sorry, guys. Weirdly, Sorry, guys. Pirates comes up in uh, the, the, the PSL segment over here that I wanted to cover. The, the revolving door 
keeps on spinning. Mm. It's the gift that keeps on giving. God damn. And your favorite team, Triple United. God damn. <laughs> Breaking news. I can't uh, believe it. Former Pirates coach Brulani Mukwena makes uh, his grand return. I am still completely speechless. Uh, unless there's something here <clears throat> that we we don't know, but and unless Teko disagrees with me, but I just don't understand. I'd rather take the Amazulu job. You'd rather take the Amazulu job. I would. Me personally, I'm not saying they both. Are, I'm not saying the Amazulu job is the right decision to do. Yeah. Or at least just wait for June, wait till July or, or whatever. But which is what I thought he was what? doing. I thought he was like kind of biding his time, you know, doing his coaching certificates up in Europe and then c- come but back. He's still in demand, and I just feel if he goes to Chipper, that demand falls away. Mm. It's just become part of that inevitable revolving circle, that sliding door that we're talking about. It's yeah. just mm. a turning door. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Cause, I'm, cause, I'm upset. Because Chipper, he's the fourth Chipper United coach this season. I'm upset because I like him as I'm a coach. Upset. <laughs> I'm, I'm upset. I'm upset. And I, you this know is... how much I cannot stand Chipper. So, I don't know. Teko Medise would love yes. your input here, Sunshine. Um, you know I love Coach Rolani, dude. And, uh, but you love him less now. No, no, not really. <laughs> I'll never, never change to that guy. Um, I think... It's a desperate move for Chipa, and it helps that they have a relationship with Orlando Pirates. Mm. And Orlando is still contracted with Orlando Pirates, so we might actually say it's a loan. Mm. We never know, like you said, maybe there's certain stuff that we don't know. Yeah, yeah I hope so. I'm sure there is. But, but, but knowing Rolani, I, I, like it's still, it's still a surprise to me to actually choose Chipa. And uh, for the fact that the way Chipa does business, it's not good for Rolani at all. You know, Rolani wants to be, I prefer Rolani to be in a very stable situation where he can actually grow with mm. the team and actually showcase what, what he's capable of as a coach because now he's at the point of his career where he needs to prove himself, mm. you know? And uh, I don't think Chipa will actually give him that room to do that because Chipa and Jay, Chipa's like, it's one of those relationships, like it's very toxic, you know? <laughs> Whenever you go out to drink, you actually know that you guys are going to fight. Huh. You know, when salary, when the month end, the salary is in, she tells you actually it's our money and she's also working as well. So, you know, if, you know it's one of those toxic <laughs> relationships. Like, you never know when you go home what kind of a person you're going to be dealing with. And that's cheaper for you. The mm. way they treat their players, the way they treat the coaches, yeah. it's still the same thing. Yeah. And with Rulani, I mean, he's the guy that now has been overseas and doing all this nice stuff to come and improve the game in the country. It's cheaper the team that you want to be doing all those things that you've learned overseas. No. I highly doubt. Mm. You know, you 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 want to tell me, you want to tell, who's that goalkeeper that was the goalkeeper for for, for Celtics for 20 years? Who's, still, who's still 35? Tim yeah. He's so, still 35. So you want to come <laughs> back to 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 uh, to chip and 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 start playing from the back with Tim? It's impossible. Mm. You know, to 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 make them unlearn the stuff that they've learned already. It's impossible with mm. that team because of so many players that are playing there. Most of them are rejects from other teams. Yeah. You know, mm. they've never done well from other teams. Yeah. So now you're lack having of quality. A team. Yeah. yeah, lack of quality in Chipa. Yes, they're a good side just to compete. That's why we need 16 teams. Mm. It's not a team that will win anything, actually. And Rolani, he's, he's one of the coaches that I would like to see him win something. Because at the end of the day, I would love to see Rolani in the national team probably 10 years from now. Mm. You know, we need those kind of coaches. We need somebody that will be successful, mm. Simani, you know, and Rolani is the guy. Yeah. And for him to take this kind of steps, I mean, it's it's ridiculous for me. But yet again, 
somebody's pulling the strings, Chief. That's yeah. the thing. And what's his target for the rest of the season? We, we put Survival. out a question. But they don't really look like they're cent central to the relegation battle right now. Um, so so do they shoot for top eight, try and get into the NTN8 next season? Yeah, they're I six mean, points out. Yeah, that should be that should be the target. It's doable. Yeah, it's doable, but... I don't want to see them there, but it's doable. <laughs> That's for sure. Isn't top eight the only... Uh, I think we're the only country... At, when we say uh, the league, we're we amongst the best leagues, right? Mm -hmm. Right. I think top eight in this country is, is more important than top four, if you think about it. For people, a lot of the teams, they Yeah, people are fighting eight. to be in the top eight. Well, it's yeah. financial. It's a financial gain. Yeah, it? but if we have to change man, things, yeah, top four, maybe you qualify. You qualify for... This thing that Viz was playing. Uh, Concaf. Oh, yeah, the Confederations Cup. I think the league will be interesting. Then you relegate three immediately. Mm. We don't want to be seeing playoffs. When the league is finished, I you want to go home. That. We don't yeah. want to be seeing... Dude, you had, a, you had 32, 34 games to prove yourself. Now yeah. we must watch you no, now. It comes down to one game. Ah, yeah. yeah. No, no. Three games out. Three teams out. Relegation yeah, out. It doesn't yeah. matter who it is. Same as in Europe. Yeah, and, and then for teams, we'll force teams to actually sign good players. Mm. You know, if they have good players, give them good money. Yeah. Keep those good players because you don't want to be relegated. There's no playoffs. Yeah. And also you're giving those chance, uh, teams and, and NFD chance that, you know, even one, two, three can still come up because everybody wants to play for the PSL. Some mm. of the teams, if they get their playoffs, they lose, go back again. It demoralizes those, those type of teams. How many yeah. times we have seen Bulukwane sit in relegation? Baroque. Yeah. How many, How many years? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a team that got relegated three times in one season. <laughs> What is that platinum stars? <laughs> relegated, <laughs> you know, come back for the playoffs, relegated again. I mean, really? Oh, yeah. ah, guys, no. It's ridiculous. God another, bless the PSL. You know, yeah. and another team facing relegation who have taken a strange step here. Amazulu coach Joseph Vukusic has been placed on special leave. I swear, it's starting to feel like Amazulu is really just trying to be <laughs> in the news every week. <laughs> Because yes. what's like past three yeah. past three shows we've we've been talking about they're like they like sleep queens they like attention. <laughs> but have you have you seen who stepped in the other Joseph? But you still know who the assistant is? Oh yeah, Manip Joseph. Yeah, oh, yeah. Ah, How yes. crazy is that? Interesting move. And yeah. what special leave though? Like what's is there special needs leave? I don't know. Because that's the th and he and he's not talking to the media about it. The coach so. Why? What's going on? Oh, he's only, fired, man. That's yeah, his 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 time is done. Yeah, they are, as I said, desperate. I think we spoke about it last year or last week or the week before. They're in a very very desperate situation. Yeah, and uh, and I they're in a hole that like I don't. I hope they stay up. I mm. really do. Um, but you know that desperateness of putting those four senior players. On yeah. special leave as well. I think yeah. it was. It's a special leave is a new thing. It's like yeah. Oprah. Special leave. You get special leave. Everybody gets special leave. I wonder if it feels like you know when you when you step into the office and mad people are on leave and it just feels empty like <laughs> yeah. where the f is everyone? <laughs> special leave. Coach is gone, senior players are gone. <laughs> The assistant like, coach is gone as well. Yeah, you're like, why did I come into the <laughs> office today? Like I think I think things like Robert's uh Sean has said, sorry. Sorry, Fine. Sorry. Mr. Roberts, thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> If it, I think uh, after that game where they started suspending players, I think that's where everything started, you know, going very wrong for them. Because mm. after that, it was they're trying to see how to explain that situation first to the media because I think they were very emotional about the decision. Mm. And then a couple of weeks later, 
the guy that actually that was supposed to be the one that actually grows into that position so mm. that hopefully in the future he becomes a coach for um uh, the thinking amazulu amazulu mabuti kanyeza he bounces mm. going to takes another Just job yeah. yes couple of weeks later the coach gets the same letter that majoros and them got especially leave you bounce and then you got your money that hasn't been used for the longest time at amazulu and then you've got uh, what's this other guy's name um the yeah. one that just promoted now from MDC that became like an assistant coach. Uh what's it? Ayanda Lamene. Yeah. So now Ayanda Lamene is a very quiet guy. Mm. Okay, Monip is very tall. He's what? He's a very very quiet guy. Pardon? Very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> he's a very quiet guy. I know him. I know he's very quiet and it's it's not a talkative guy. And and you know uh, dealing with like, dealing with, with 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 the PSL team and uh, with the players that have got so much ego and all that stuff, it's a problem. Mm. And Monip, of course, Monip has the uh, the the character to deal with such because of Monip, I mean, is one of the greatest in the country. Yeah, he's played the game for so long. Mm. Yeah, but he's been thrown under the bus here, Chief. Mm. This is tough. But you know, he must have had a choice. Yeah, he must have had a choice. But yeah. also, man, it's it's a responsibility that is given to you. I think. The as a senior player, you know, when you're in that situation, I'm sure Manipu is one of those vocal guys. He's always been vocal yeah. now when things are not going right. And the management, you look like, but yeah, man, maybe Manipu can do something, mm -hmm. you know. Plus, the package is not like that one. Maybe the, the coaches was a very difficult person to deal with in the first place, yeah, you know. And uh, the English uh, version the barrier, of his, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> the guys from Amazulu, they went from Etukweni High School, <laughs> so now tactics, English, yeah, my boot, it's a problem. Yeah, of course. So guys, these are not funny stuff. This of is course. a problem at times. And then you, you sometimes you just need a familiar face, yeah. the fresh voice, and maybe Monib can do that. And I'll be so grateful for Monib's CV going forward if he yeah. Help some of you to survive. Absolutely. I think we can touch on this briefly, but in the papers, and uh, if you don't know, if you only know SL Radio, uh, Soccer La Duma also has a weekly newspaper for four bucks. You can pick up a copy in the paper today. Siago uh, Boza is asking the question in their analysis Will a Chiefs title mean Middendorp sees out his contract? Uh, we have a, a bunch of reasons here, but I, I think we can touch on this. At, um, Quickly, 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> it's the shortest 30 seconds ever. Wait. That's it. No. Nope. Is my answer. Do you want me to elaborate? No one says no to Gaston. <laughs> you should. I mean, it's speaking group, it's a big coach. You should elaborate. Yeah. I I I I think if he wins the league, it it'll be great for Chiefs. It'll be great for him. But I think the powers that be at Kaza Chiefs do not like Mundendorp. And if, I know the results are going their way, but I think their mind is made up already. That's my personal opinion. I think there will be a new coach for Kaiser Chiefs next season. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. You could disagree with me. Interesting. I'm, I'm on the fence. Mm -hmm. But I think I think his mandate in the beginning of the season was him to win the league. Mm. And if he has done that, you know, I think they should show respect and actually see him out in his contract. Oh, yeah, I, I'm with you. They should. Yeah, but they I don't should. think they will. Yeah, but knowing knowing how things are done in this league, it doesn't matter. And sometimes you you always want to have somebody that you like that you can, you know, have jokes with, and mm. not looking at the results. So if Chiefs takes the emotions out of the, on the side and they look at the job is done, I think they should be retaining him. But we've seen worse, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not retained. Definitely. But what a turnaround he has made for Chiefs 
regardless, nonetheless. I have This Week in His Story. Uh, this week in 1921, Jules Rimet became FIFA's third president and remains the one who served the longest, holding the office for 33 years. Um, this is uh, also the week of the birthday of United States and current Colo- uh, Colorado. Wow. <laughs> Colorado mm. Rapids goalkeeper Tim Howard. Uh, Howard was a star for Everton, of course. And fun fact, he was the fourth keeper in Premier League history to score a goal. And he did it from open play. I don't know if you guys remember the goal where he takes a he takes like a I like do. a long clearance. I remember it. Yeah, and then bounce it over the just keeper. bounces over the keeper. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was Tim Howard. He was also no, sorry, Kayana, talking rubbish as usual. <laughs> <laughs> so a uh, happy birthday to Tim. And uh, lastly, this this is also the week in 2012 when Mamelodi Sundowns recorded the biggest win in South African history, beating Power Lines 24 nil. Slumpokekana grabbed seven goals in that match. Yeah, double hat trick and then some. Yeah, (laughs) do we have some players abroad? Players abroad on Soccer Laguna Radio. Right, Ayanna Potosi was the only player this weekend uh, to have scored for our boys overseas. He scored in Thursday's 1 0 home win over Shaheen Bashir. Other players that have started, Kurt Abrahams, Danny Amos, Keenan Eyre, Tom Barkhazen, Hendrik Eckstein, Keith Grunewald, Carl Jacobs, Liam Jordan, Edson Kamalo, Mele Mabuza, George McLeod, Simo Mabela, Lebo Matiba, Tabang Pete, and Tulani Serrero, as well as Percy Tal. What is cool to note here is Tashrik Matthews, the youngster from Ajax, and Luke LaRue, the youngster from Stellenbosch, made their debuts for their respective teams in Sweden, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Very, very nice. Bongani mm-hmm. Zungu started on the bench. And Dinon Glovo, the start of his league has been pro- postponed due to coronavirus. Coronavirus. Corona. He can protect himself, though, in his Rolls Royce fandom. Though. Yes, he can. <laughs> if it's his. <laughs> wow, wow. Yes, he can. He's got quite a few. Oh, that's crazy, hey? Really is. That's crazy, bro. That money must be real good. And for the International News Desk. We welcome the man himself, Kurt. How you doing? James, good to see you guys. Good to see you guys. Don't lie. (laughs) Ah, Kurt's so good. Good, right? Welcome. (laughs) Thanks, man. What's happening abroad? Um, yeah, what are we talking about? El Clasico? Do you want to start with El Clasico? Yes. Start with the El Clasico, yeah. What did you guys think of the game? I don't know if you guys all caught it, but... Perla. Perla. It was Perla. a fantastic game. Yeah. I thought football of the highest Absolutely quality. Perla. I did, I was never a fan of Courtois, but after that game, I thought, boom. Kept them in it in that yeah. first half, yeah. He really certainly. did, eh? Yeah. Um, what do you think, Teko? Did you watch it? I did. I'd rather not speak about it. <laughs> wow. Teko, wow. I'm a Barca fan too, but we've got to talk about this. <laughs> no, I'm, I'll let you speak <laughs> about it. I'm, I'm good. For the fact that PK is still playing, it's still, it's, it's, um, it's okay. But anyway. And, and what did you think about Messi? I thought Messi was kind of helpless. Yeah, he was. Up, man. Uh, he was. He was. I think, I think it's just, just the game. I think um, Real Madrid came with a better strategy. I think for the fact that they were pressing uh, Barcelona so much, mm. it became difficult for Barcelona to start their, their build-up. And they're using the goalkeeper most of the time to, mm. to do their build-up. And their pressing patterns were fantastic mm. to see. And we didn't have a solution because Busquets was... 
you know, Busquets is, uh, is got a walking stick. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So it becomes a problem because we can't come out quicker with Busquets. Mm. Instead of using uh, Dijon, probably maybe in that position we're using still, we're still using Busquets. We actually have two players that are playing the similar position. So we end up having one man shot in the midfield. So we can't combine very well. And Arthur is a good player. Make no mistake, mm. but he's got no final pass, make. Mm. But he just rounds around, yeah, yeah, nice, looks nice in the eye, but ah, my brother, yeah. on the eye, but ineffective. Yeah, so I don't think we've got. We, I don't think Barcelona has like great, great players. I think we want to, you know, relive those memories where we have Xavi and Iniesta. Oh, we want to yeah, relive those yeah, French yeah, fries. Yeah. Let's give, let's get some good players. <laughs> French fries. <laughs> but Messi had some stuff to say as well after the game. He wasn't too happy with his teammates, was he? No, apparently he berated them in the changing room afterwards as well. Apparently he lost his cool just uh, saying. We can't play Real Madrid like that. And apparently, uh, Kike Setien felt quite undermined in the dressing room, seen a bit of reports. Yeah. He was unhappy with the assistant manager too, who um, was super animated for the full 90 minutes on the sidelines. Things don't look good in that camp at all. But I was, I was surprised that Real Madrid were able to keep up that press in the second half. I thought that they would tire. Yeah. Um, but no, they were fantastic in that second half. They just took their chances. And that's the old cliche, I guess. If you miss, we don't take your chances like Barcelona didn't in that first half. Then. Yeah. Chris Mann. Yeah, I mean, if you, I think if you, if you keep a clean sheet yeah. in a, a Classico, <laughs> you, you're going to win the game. There's always going to be goals. Of course, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, massive. Fantastic game. It's going to be an interesting uh, finale to La Liga, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's. I think uh, Real Madrid are point clear now. So, yeah. it keeps yeah. it interesting, yeah. Definitely keeps it interesting. Uh, on, another point of interest is transfer rumours. So two that stick out to me, uh, Jaden Sancho to Manchester United. This one just won't die. Yeah. Um, and one thing that I wanted to ask you about is this thing of like United being able to sign players on legacy alone. Because we're to- they still have to fight for a place in the of Champions course, League. Of course, yeah. Sancho's playing Champions League football right now. What do you make of, this, of these rumors? Well, so this rumor has been around for a while. I think since like two seasons ago. Mm. Um, and it does seem like he would prefer a move to Manchester United. I think it was Dortmund CEO who came out um, mm. at the start of the season and said that Sancho almost left this season, but we wanted to keep him for another one. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does look set to leave. I am surprised that it is to United, to be honest. Um, well, at least that's the way it seems. Mm. Um, but then again, I think positive things are happening at Manchester United. And if you're looking at the bigger picture, you're looking at a young attacking side, or at least they want to play attacking football, um, youngsters are getting opportunities there. Mm. If you have a midfield of, I don't think Pogba's going to stay, but Bruno Fernandes, McTominay, Matic, Fred, and then Rashford, Martial, and Jadon Sancho, you're looking at a, a good side, a team a that should side, be, yeah. yeah, I mean, challenging for the title, really, if mm. we, if we, you know, being honest. So, you I don't s- you think... Said, you said you were surprised that he chose Man United? Where, where else would you have thought? Well, he was linked with... I'm not surprised he's, he's choosing United over Chelsea, to be honest, but he's yeah. been linked with... Like Barcelona, he's been linked with Real Madrid. Mm. Um, but I don't think that those clubs can fork out that kind of cash mm. right now. Whereas United, I mean, Always. they have the money. Yeah, we know they have the money. They got all of that. <clears throat> and then, um, But also, I think maybe also what gives them an advantage is, is an English boy. So, obviously, Manchester being a big... Obvious. Of course, yeah. yeah obvious, people want to actually play for that team. But I would advise all players, please don't go to Manchester United. <laughs> you end up being like Drogba and play on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> And then the other big one, Timo Werner to Liverpool. Timo, of course, having a stellar season with RB Leipzig, who are in the hunt for the Bundesliga title. And Liverpool, who we always, I always thought that front three is like impenetrable. Yeah. Like you can't, who's he going to replace? Uh, I heard that he's got like a 50 million pound release clause in his yeah, contract. Yeah, so if, apparently he has a clause in his contract that if um, 
he wants to leave and if a deal is done it has to be done by april then he can leave for 51 million pounds um, only only yeah, yeah. but what does surprise me is that liverpool are going for a striker like him because firmino is completely different firmino drops into that 10 role they don't have a number 10 so firmino drops and he's a link between midfield and attack whereas Werner is a player who likes the ball in front of him mm. he likes running in behind so it's kind of surprising to be honest um but i have also seen rumors that uh, Bayern Munich could be in for um, Robert Firmi- uh, Roberto Firmino. So Munich always like mm. I'm. Uh, with I'm kind of surprised because they aren't um, even close to being the same sort of player. It, yeah, it might have to. I don't know. I mean, Klopp but if Firmino will probably goes, have to change. If Firmino goes, oh, that's huge, I mean, oh, huge loss. You are reinventing your squad. Yeah, basically. Because yeah. then they have to look at getting a creative player in. Because they, yes. look, we all want Naby Keita to be that player. I mean, he's so talented, but he hasn't been that player yet. So. That's the next thing. I mean, if you're buying Werner as a, as a nine who's running in behind, then you're going to have to get a creative midfielder to put the ball in behind for him. Yeah. Mm. You've got Mane and Salah who are, who are talented players, of course, but you need that link between midfield and attack. And oh, that's... What position does the Japanese um, player that they Mino signed? Mino Mino? Uh, yes. He played a false nine last night when they uh, lost to Chelsea. But he definitely plays off. He can play off either side. Um, but he's got a long way to go, I think. I mean, yeah, yeah definitely a long way to go. Yeah. That that link is interesting to me uh, for, because uh, again Leipzig are in the, in the hunt for the Champions League this season. They have a chance against Tottenham as well. Yeah. And it, can you imagine Werner leaving Leipzig for Liverpool? And Liverpool have the chance of getting knocked out by Atletico. Um, not to say that Leipzig is somehow better than Liverpool. Yeah. We know that's not. Look, the yeah, case. it's it's he's always going to leave that club. Whether yeah. It's, you know. I'm surprised, honestly, that it's not Bayern Munich. I know mm-hmm. he was linked with them for a long time too, with Lewandowski, and he, I think he's 31 now. Yeah. So it seemed like he would have chosen uh, Bayern, but he's been flirting with Klopp in the media, as they say. Yeah. Um, saying that he would suit his system and things like that. So maybe, maybe, maybe with Klopp having him in the team, maybe he'll start playing differently. Maybe that's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. He sort of has to because I think he'll be forced to change. It yeah. Because I don't think, I'd, honestly, you know. With the way they play, of course, we speak about Firmino being, you know, the link and all that stuff. But I don't think it was by fluke that he was there. So you just found him there and he's the guy that is actually good mm. on the ball. And then you've got the runners up front. Mm. But sometimes you need that speed up front where you can actually hurt people in three different yeah. ways. And mm. he might be the guy that actually come through and, and help them in that regard. Because also you want to also... Know, keep um, putting new fresh legs into the team and yeah. and evolving. <clears throat> Can't as well. rely on those guys all the yeah. time. Yeah, so you need to keep evolving. So I hate the fact That's that Liverpool. Point, I hate the fact that Liverpool has won Champions League because it has changed how football is played these days. <laughs> yeah. Everything is speed now. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Liverpool, the invincible dream is over. Hallelujah. First. First league loss this season. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Kurt, are you a Liverpool fan? No, I'm not. No, Humble that's, your fan. That's why I was clapping. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Uh, first Sit league down. loss this season. Um, but dominated, eh? Yeah. Whoa. Dominated. Oh, no, sorry, Watford. Watford. Yeah. 3-0. No, they did. What happened? Dominated. And then now they've they lost did. also in, in, in the FA Cup. And if you keep their loss against Atletico in mind, three out of their last four matches. So they, That's great for football. They go like a year without losing. As you and say, then, <laughs> makes football, what do you say? It makes, it makes sense. It makes football sense. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think is going on? What, what do you think the mood is in the camp right now? Because like they still have the league pretty much in the bag. No, I think they were exhausted, eh? I think so too. But yeah. you know, I think there's a fine line between confidence and overconfidence. And 
Liverpool players on social media and things like that, mm. it, it just be, it was becoming a little too much for me. Honestly, I thought they were getting a little arrogant mm. um, in their tweets after the games, and you know, just all the emoji use and the jokes between, like, you know, yeah, and sometimes before the match, they'd so be well, like, like, you know, everything's you know, going so basketball. well here, you know, yeah. To, so I think it's actually, I don't know, it's it's gonna you know, bring them down to earth a little. Yeah. Um, and it's probably at the right time before that mm. Atletico second leg game where they'll probably pick it up again and go and beat Atletico and go on a great run. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I don't think they'll worry too much about, you know, not doing the Invincibles like Arsenal did. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I think I'm just, I'm glad to be honest. Really the Invincibles glad. was a one-stop shop, boy. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody, <laughs> to Chelsea couldn't. Damn. All right. It's only other teams in Europe that have done Oh, shut up. It's yeah. Arsenal, my guys. Arsenal. Sprinkle yeah. some respect on Henri Camp, <laughs> Vieira, and all them jets. True that. True that. True that. <laughs> Thank you very much, Kurt, for joining cool, us guys. for the International News Desk. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. Thanks, should, I, should I give you a shameless plug? Do you want to throw your socials out there? Um, it's just Kurt Leduma on Twitter, and that's really it. That's um, his birth name. Follow. His surname is Laguma. <laughs> is my first name. Laguma is Funny my second name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. From there, we can go into some upcoming games. Uh, so for this weekend in the PSL, we have Golden Arrows versus Orlando Pirates. We have Kaiser Chiefs versus Amazulu. And we have Highlands Park versus Supersport United. Predictions. Yes, quickly, because we are running out of time here. Um, I'm, I'm going arrows away is a tough one but I'm going for a Pirates convincing win I'm going for a Chiefs win and I'm going for a Super Sport win mm. interesting interesting sorry so Kaiser Chiefs are playing Amazula Highlands are playing Super Sport yeah did you say that yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I'll go for Pirates win against Iris Chiefs win against uh, the the deceased Amazulu <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, wow. Chief. And I'll go for Highlands Park. Ah. Hmm. Okay. It's like yeah. that, eh, boy? Yeah, because I, th I think the Jitters, eh, the Jitters came out of Super Sports game. Mm. I think there's, there's something that they're missing now. I don't think they, Highlands Park energy, 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 energy. It's more energy than yeah. Highlands Park. They, they don't play well. It's not a nice team to watch on TV. But, no, they're not. But there's energy all the time. Yep. So. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think uh, a super sport defense will actually be able to handle Shalulile. Yeah, yeah. Shalulile. And then in the Premier League, we have a couple big ones. Uh, Chelsea versus Everton. And the Manchester Derby. Woo, boy. Yeah. Oh, I'm going Chelsea win. Mm -hmm. And I'm going convincing Man City win. A convincing Blues. <laughs> Blues. Um, and I think possibly yeah. my, my friend over here is going to agree with me. Yeah. Manchester Derby. Ah, of course, the Blues will win. I mean, really. But did you, did you watch the game against uh, Manchester United versus Everton? Mm. Everton balled out. Mm. Chief. Mm. Ah, and then saved by the VAR. You know mm. what I'm saying? <laughs> but it is what it is. But yeah, I'm going for, 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 for Manchester City to win. Because after winning the trophy, we're in the high. Yeah, the last minute looked like it. Easy peasy. Oh, yeah. will come back. But yeah, it's okay. They never did. 
Yeah. They were the losers' medals, so they're good. So they got the Carabao. So I think Chelsea will win against yeah. Everton. Chelsea has a better. So we are in agreement. Yeah, yes, yeah. we are. Thank you, sir. Yeah, Manchester, Manchester City will <laughs> be very confident after that Carabao Cup win. I think they can take a Carabao. Oh, ah, damn. You know what I'm saying? You've been it's, waiting for it's, to it's say too, that. <laughs> He's been it's waiting too, since 9 a.m. for that, bro. <laughs> it's two <laughs> jokes of the day line. now, all right? Damn. <laughs> Do we have a car of the week? We. Today, guys, a slightly smaller car, an Audi A1 1.8 Turbo FSI driven by Kieran Backus. You might say, why such a small car? I did speak to Kieran during the week and he said because he's spending his money more on properties, etc, etc. Clever boy. Nice. This is, in my opinion, the Mini's greatest rival. But for me, a much more mature version of a Mini. If I ever see a male driving driving a Mini, no. No bueno. <laughs> no good. It's compact, good-looking, nippy and comfortable. And it's ranging from around 260000 to 390000 for the full spec. Hold on. If, if you say that like guys who drive like unnecessarily big cars are overcompensating for something. Damn. What about a dude driving a Mini? Is he undercompensating? <laughs> I think he's playing a cool, man. Yeah. He's got nothing to prove. <laughs> nothing to prove. He's playing for Chiefs already, man. He's got nothing to prove. He's out here. Yeah. Uh, do we have a motivational quote of we the week? We do indeed. Today is from Linda Mzambo. Ooh. Use your smile <laughs> to change the world. Whoops. Don't you? let the world change your smile. Did you say this? It comes from who? Mzambo. Mzambo. Pirates. There's no Zambo in Pirates. There is, brother. Okay, Clearly, he's not playing. No, he's there. <laughs> he's there, brother. Tambo. Tambo. Yeah, there's no Tambo. Wait. Google. Should I? Should you want to argue with yeah, me? Yeah, I feel like... I'm an African. This is clearly like... a pronunciation thing. That's yeah. Exactly. Here we yeah. go. Tambo. 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 There's no Tambo. Tambo. Same thing, bro. <laughs> no, I know the guy. Tambo. Tambo. So, oh. is it a pronunciation thing? You were saying Mzambo. Oh my God, guys. Give me an M or an N. <laughs> Take away the T, add an H. I don't know. <laughs> Welcome back, Sean. Welcome oh, back. I missed you guys, eh? <laughs> so how did I say it wrong? You said Mzambo. You said Mzambo. Okay, so then it's Mzambo. What? Okay. It's just, there's no S. You just Those are two different S. things. Those are two different Tambo. things. Okay, yeah. thank you. I'll take it back. Thank you. I'm learning. Yeah, of course. Thank you. <laughs> sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Oh, <laughs> Tiger Woods. Sean Roberts. What if they were doubling up? Let's get out of here. <laughs> Fun fact as we wrap up, uh, this is going to sound weird, but Arsenal were the first and only team to appear in the first ever live televised match, 16th of September, 1937. I say only team because that Arsenal team played against their reserves at Highbury. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> and it was shown live on the BBC. Wow. Which I don't know what that who's who's tuning in for I need to see this. <laughs> but, you know, they're playing the reserves. It's a rivalry. <laughs> Uh, and that is how we wrap up episode 17 of The Car Wash. Thank you very much to Sean Roberts and Deco 17 already. Thank you. Wow. 17. Thank you. Thank you. Well done. We're almost able to drink, yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right there, car wash. <laughs> yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is The Car Wash on Sokola Duma Radio. This is a fang on a corner.